Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. It's another Friday! Oh! Oh, we're just running out the clock until death takes us. Everybody's working for the weaker. Now you guys are going to get sued by Loverboy. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I like to spice it up on the old hype cast. We're we're constantly locked in legal battles with Loverboy. It's just it's it's part of we have a certain amount of our budget earmarked for Loverboy uh, uh, litigation. What did you do? Did you bump into their van at the county fair? Like, <laughs> listen, man, it's a whole. I can't actually speak about it. Um, no. If I say anything, it's just it's going to make that budget uh, a balloon into more than dave and i are comfortable having to set aside anyway i've probably already said too much no we got to get uh, more patrons so we can afford to yeah. <laughs> to continue this vendetta with Loverboy. with your hard-earned dollars we can defeat Loverboy. <laughs> that's what it's all about yeah I mean, honestly that's why we started the patreon it's it's uh, yeah. it's it's yeah. this this feud with Loverboy has been yeah. ongoing since and then eventually it'll be gamefully Loverboyed. exactly yeah. that's what <laughs> we're fighting you. we're fighting to prevent that um, oh. Anyway, uh, hello everyone. <laughs> hello. We're an episode of Hypecast. Hypecast. It is the show where we get hyped about stuff and things and lover boy. I am one of mm. your hosts, Tom Ryman. I'm the other one, David Bell. And I am dictator for life, Jeff May. Hey, uh, oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> every time. You? Every time. I'm you good. Come in I'm good. It's that. good to be on a Hypecast. I miss these. Uh, Oh yeah, you're always welcome. Yeah, it's Are you <laughs> I record with you every week, so I frequently forget that you, you haven't been a, a a hype guest in a it's while. Right. Well, it's also Thursday nights are my pinball league nights. Oh, so there's that too. What happened? What did you do? You is this, is this your way of telling us the bad news that you've been you you've, no, you've, no, no, you've no, lost? No, it's just that we're recording early enough that I can actually uh record and make it in time. Oh, okay. Oh, word. You, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we're fine. So how's everybody doing? We got only three more weeks until the outfit comes out. That's uh, how many more weeks until Moonfall? Oh yeah, because that's when we that's also... when we can just cancel the show. Let me tell you. Yeah, I sure am seeing a lot of sponsored things about Moonfall NFTs on Twitter. Oh you know sweet, what? are there NFTs? Can I fucking waste my money on that? <laughs> you know, what, I think it's like folks? a giveaway thing. I'll take it. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a Moonfall NFT. That's the only NFT it's like, I'll take. It, yeah, it's like Pogs. The only Pogs I ever owned yeah. were ones that were given to me either in some sort of putt-putt prize bag or just like at school for like getting the homework question right. right. So like if, yeah, sure, I'll take a couple of NFTs if that's how I get them. And yeah. if they're yeah. Moonfall NFTs, get right out of town. Yeah, I'll take it. I, yeah. I, it's, yeah. I tweeted it, but I am literally um, blocking every ad but Moonfall, and it's working. Like on Twitter, like I I frequently just get nothing but Moonfall ads, mm. <laughs> and yeah. it's like I couldn't be happier. Man, your advertising like a, is going to get wild in like March, yeah. <laughs> like late they're March. Not, they're not going to know what to do with you. <laughs> yeah, you're like yeah, you're like I, you're like Darren McGavin in a Christmas story, like <laughs> sitting down and unfurling the paper, like let's see what's new in Moonfall today. <laughs> I, I love those uh, those tweets where people are like, yeah, I've been blocking every sponsored tweet I have, so now it's starting to get real weird, <laughs> and like all oh, the yeah. sponsored tweets are like just like individuals' weird tweets that are they're sponsoring, and they're like, this is, I'm I'm at the barrel now, and it's fantastic. Mm. I block every professional gamer that I see sponsored. <laughs> every time it comes up there, I'm like, well. Sorry, Ninja. I'm never going to hear from yeah. you ever again. No, I just, yeah, I, I, I regularly, as I'm going through, I'll just block anything that says promoted. I don't even look at what it is. I'm trying to get to the bottom of that barrel, but boy, it's a big barrel. You got to like kind of so, search them out. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you got to start finding them if you want to get to the bottom of the barrel. Like you can't just let yeah. it come to you. You have to do the work. I just want to, I just want Moonfall. I, all I want is Moonfall. There's got to be a way. It's like Skyfall, just... but with the moon. Right. <laughs> By the way, that's coming out. Moonfall. So our countdown to Moonfall. It's coming out February 4th, which is the weekend I'm moving, Tom. You son and of a bitch. And my internet might be weird. I, well, here's what I'll say is, I mean, I'm seeing Moonfall yeah. that weekend. Yes, but we it must. Like uh, it, we must sounds like do, it like, was the weekend yeah, that you were moving. That's true. Yeah. That's, you planned it around that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing Moonfall. <laughs> I have to evacuate we'll, we'll, my apartment we'll do a, for Moonfall. Yeah, we'll do a podcast about it. We'll make it work. Uh, if anything, we'll make Moonfall work. Even if I have to like go, I don't know what. I don't know what I do. I'd have to like go to someone's house and use their internet if my internet isn't working. Yeah, go to go to I'll Jeff's just house. Break and into we'll the all, neighbor's we'll house. All, all three of us go will to, talk about. Jeff's house. We'll all yeah, talk we'll about talk Moonfall. Uh, Moonfall. Oh, Moonfall. Okay. Jeff, I've just volunteered your living space. I have a, I have a, uh, I could, we could do that. Living right. spaces. I mean, I, I mean, in theory, <laughs> I could, but not. I mean, not. Yeah, and we don't know. Yeah. I mean, Dave, yeah, have you gotten really. your government COVID tests yet? Do you know how much COVID you're saturated with? Boy, buddy, oh, how much, point. how yeah. much uh, of a COVID rag uh, are you comfortable with Dave being? Mm. Fair enough. I mean, we did see. We did bookend the the major part of the pandemic by going to the movies. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Next yeah, to yeah. a Dave and Buster's. I'll never forget when we went and we saw Bloodshot and then walked out and just families were pouring out of Dave and Buster's. And Dave and I were both like, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. But like we were also there seeing Bloodshot. Yeah. So Which was it's not kind of like, yeah. I don't know if I could complain. Today we've been packing to move, and I noticed that Hana had a box as just shoes, and I was gonna scoff at it, and then I looked, drifted over to my box marked Cole Meany, and you're like, and nope. was like, all right, yeah, like I can't, you know, yeah, you, I mean, you can barely wear Cole Meany stuff. I was about to say, exactly. yeah, you could wrap a lot of that memorabilia around your feet, but um, yeah, 
<laughs> I, I I was thinking about it. Like I bought, I found out that they have autographed Star Wars cards by the actors, and I found an Elon Sleaze Bagano, Sleaze, <laughs> like Sleaze Bagano or whatever his name is card, and I was like, Wait, is that the Death Sticks guy? It's the Death yeah. Sticks guy. It's yeah. Mouse from oh, from the yeah. Matrix. Yeah, it's man, uh, Mouse from the Matrix. Yeah, and and yeah. I was like, Oh, I didn't know that they made these, and then I looked them up. I'm like, These are surprisingly affordable, and I <laughs> these bought are one. Very affordable. And then I was just like, My kids are gonna get so mad when I die. They're gonna be mm-hmm. so pissed. <laughs> they're gonna be like this is why i went to a state school yeah <laughs> yeah buddy sorry listen gonna, I, we didn't just know gonna we burn didn't know. all your listen, shit the, the yeah. death sticks guy it's just the it's just the analog version of nfts you know with these might right. be worth something yeah my kids are gonna be like why do you have so many jose canseco baseball cards listen i did a just... podcast back in the... <laughs> <laughs> you're like here's the deal i had a mildly cultish podcast <laughs> That's all you need to say. They'll understand that because by that point, like all media will just be Joe Rogan. Yeah, and yeah. there'll be at least one cult that has started from a podcast. At least one. And it probably will be Joe Rogan's. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. I think that's already happened, to be 100% yeah. Yeah. honest. I think we're predicting like, you know, deep in the future, there will be a cult of Joe Rogan fans that will be stupid and will destroy the country. And it's like, ah. Uh, <laughs> you mean now? Yeah. 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 It's a very doing in the year 2000 on Conan after right. the year 2000. <laughs> I love that this has just become casual conversation cast. It's chat cast. No? All right. Chat let's uh, let's name some producers. All right. Uh, uh, we have a new one today. A uh, big thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Ah, oh, so, ba- so convenient. So convenient. The Do they spot. mean the baby can self-destruct? Yeah, yeah, the soft spot on a baby's head. Yeah. Right. So they pre- the baby it's presses It's the factory it. reset button on your baby. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, big just thing stick you, a paper clip you. in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold one in for 30 seconds and then, yeah. All right. Big thank you to left, that left thank you. Uh, thank you to Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Thank you very much. Thank you to Ryan the Silly Money Goose. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Thank you to Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you to DJ Finney. Thank you to Dracula the Bus Driving Vampire. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Thank you to Grumblebee. Thank you to Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you very much. Ah man, let me swoop in here. Thank you to Look Mom on a podcast. Thank you to Seismic Charge Noise. Thank you. Thank you to Deborah's Awesome, Barbara's Great, and Cancer Can Go to Hell. Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Jones. Thank you. Thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank, Thank you to Davy Francis for the Revenge. Thank and you. And thank you to MVB. Thank you. What's the what's the B? Woo. Most valuable butt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We already did this. <laughs> I wasn't on the episode. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Let me uh, do the bit. Most, Most valuable bit. This one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most valuable Botticelli. Mm-mm. So, all right. Uh, we weren't we weren't like stalling for time, but let me tell you, I I don't think the trailers this week are bad. I just 
they're really hard we to don't, like. Yeah, we don't have like a, a huge one this week. They're not but abundant. This, this this first one, I'm <laughs> it's like, a real B team. Like legitimately excited for. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I, this I, is what I mean. Is these aren't bad. They're just like. There, you know, there's no like big Marvel thing. There's no huge. Yeah, there's no Moonfall as it were. Yeah, so yeah, this first one is pretty neat. It's called Murderville. I've been waiting for this for so long. Yeah, I heard about this like a week ago, and it looks exactly like I hoped it would be. Yeah, it's uh, is, uh, it's Will Arnett as a grizzled detective trying to solve a murder, and each episode he has a new celebrity partner, and the entire thing is improvised. Uh, well, and it looks I, very I, funny. Well, not no, the entire thing. All the dialogue. Not, yeah, but all the dialogue is improvised. I think it's. I think it's not even that. I think it's just that the celebrity doesn't know the yeah, script. They're, they're so everybody. It at are, him, yeah. yeah, everybody oh, okay. sort of has. Everybody has like s- stuff to say. It's probably like lightly improvised because, you know, one person just doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's like punked. But it, it's basically yeah. like a like a crime show punked. Right, if the person was aware they're being pumped. Yes. Um, and that is delightful. That is absolutely delightful. They got a, a killer cast on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like like some of the people they got on there, I was just like, oh, hell yeah. Get Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> they got Marshawn Lynch on there, and just the use of him in the trailer is so it's good. incredible. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, Annie Murphy yeah. from um, Schitt's Creek, uh, yeah. Ken Jeong. Uh, yeah, fucking uh, Conan O'Brien is in there. Yeah, Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. They got Kumail. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Yeah, yeah she starts Stone. doing a, an over-the-top German voice. <laughs> yeah, that's what I see. That's so I want to see like when they start getting later seasons into this, and they're like really struggling finding people, um, or I want them to start bringing on like people who absolutely don't like. I want like Denzel Washington, and I want him to be completely unentertained. By the whole ordeal, Tommy, you know what I bring mean. Bring Tommy Lee Jones on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want Fuck I want it. them to start bringing more get, and more serious people get them both who in just there. don't. <laughs> yeah, who just don't seem interested, uh, <laughs> and are just like not putting up with it. I mean this this show from a conceptual standpoint is absolutely brilliant. It's so yes. such a good idea, um, man. And it's just the trailer. <laughs> the trailer legitimately looks very funny. And, yeah, Will, and uh, Will Arnett plays Detective Terry Seattle, and I don't know why that name is so funny. It just is. I was, I was just about to mention that. I just saw the name. That's an incredible, That's incredible. name. Yeah. Yeah, but the one where like there's a line where Marshawn Lynch is like, "We gonna get this motherfucker," and then Will Arnett goes, "Yeah, we're gonna get this motherfucker." Yeah. <laughs> it's just... I like the oh, the bit incredible. where he's going back and forth with Annie Murphy, and then he slams his hands on the table, like "Yeah, let's go!" And then as he's walking, he's like, "Ow, shit! I forgot how strong I am." <laughs> <laughs> oh, already keeps changing Conan O'Brien's last he name. He keeps adding things onto his name. <laughs> yeah, it's it. They're such stupid jokes that I love dearly. Yeah, um, they're great because they. Yeah, uh, I I just man, yeah, the Conan O'Brien the name thing. It's just that he just keeps pushing it, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's that kind of joke that it's like, okay, I get it. And then they keep doing it. And you're like, <laughs> all right, well, it's funny again. Congratulations, you made it funny again. It's it's the bit in the... It's it's like the, the bit in the uh, Pierce Brosnan episode of SNL where he does the sketch where he's interviewing for a job with Will uh, Ferrell is the oh, boss. Oh, and they keep attacking him. 
he stat he's, he keeps stabbing this guy with a trident. I oh, Tim Meadows, yeah. I think it's yeah, it's Tim Meadows, yeah. He just keeps stabbing him until the audience goes silent and then it goes on for so long that they start laughing again. Right. It's God. that kind of joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this is what, February third? Yeah. Man, what a week. Yeah. February third, yeah. watching Murderville, and then February that fucking Friday going to see Moonfall. 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 No, these are exciting times we live in. Yeah. We're back. Uh, We're back. And yeah, (laughs) Murderville is... Yeah. Murderville is Netflix. I actually... The next three are all three that I I see a lot of value in. Uh, The next one is The Cuphead Show, which I, I don't know if I'd watch this, but this looks like well done you know well cuphead was was cell animated as a game wasn't it yeah it's based off a game yeah yeah and Um, yeah and the the game if if you've not seen it which you probably have but in case you haven't um it's a cell animated hell shooter that looks a lot like the very very old uh cartoons like the beginnings of like Like silly symphony silly symphonies and like bosco the uh, yep. Whatever that character was, the ne- real nearly pre-Disney yeah. um, animation before animation mm. got fully Disneyfied, where like Hell was like every third cartoon. Yeah, there's so many Hell cartoons. A lot of like, oh, yeah. a, there's a, a lot of death in in those old cartoons where where someone goes to Hell and they're chased by skeletons, and you're like, this is entertaining, I guess. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it, it's kind of funny because. A video game based on that is, like, really cool. Mm-hmm. It's just very funny that this is a cartoon based off a video game based off an old type of cartoon. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. I mean, so it's just a cartoon. But it looks fucking... It looks really cool. Like, it... it I don't know. It looks... It looks very like Adventure Time, not in the same style, but in the way that you get really high and you put it on, you know? It has to be good. Because yeah. if you if you built yourself by up by being the video game that is uh, basically a cartoon that you're playing, could you imagine if the cartoon sucked? Right. Like there would be in so much trouble. <laughs> it uh, yeah, yeah. It, it better be good. I don't know. It looks good. I'm looking at who made it, and it. Seems like it's uh, eh. it's people with background in in shows. Uh, let's see. Okay, we do have the video game creators are behind it. Writing credits. Oh, that's interesting. So like the the writers are the people who made the video game, which is interesting to me. Only in that like, writing a video game is very different than writing a show, especially that video game, right? I would assume so. Yeah. So that's kind of neat. And then, yep. yeah, the directors are people who are like, have done like SpongeBob and shit, which makes sense because it's not like these people have experience making a cartoon. Uh, so obviously those two things have to like merge. I don't know. I'm very curious about this, this uh, show and what it's going to be and like what age group it's for, you know, like I don't, I, I assume it's for kids. But then I watched Adventure Time, no, and I was like, "This isn't for kids." No, like, I, would, I wouldn't think Cuphead is for kids. Not not a, a, a video game that was popular among adults in 2013 is mostly most likely not going to be. Yeah, 
Like it's a, also well, like it's, it's really difficult. It has a lot of like we were like we were talking about. Like it, it's it's right. it's grooving on those old cartoons that were a little intense. But, any, <laughs> but every I guess what I'm saying is that ki- like making something for kids that was for adults is easier to go that direction. You know what I mean? Than the other like, way, as opposed yeah, to trying to make way. like three different Family Guys. Yeah. So like I I can see this being uh, like geared towards kids and stoned adults where it's like, you know, there's nothing like adult in it necessarily or nothing like you know, no like shitty language. I don't know. It's it's labeled as family comedy adventure. It's got like every genre under it. So I don't I don't know what they're doing. I'm Yeah. Just have to What's see and rating? find out, I guess. Uh TVY7 does that say anything? Oh yeah, does that, that mean means anything? I guess it is a little bit more family it's, than It's definitely for yeah. kids then, yeah. Cuz I I do think cuz again, I keep quoting Advent, uh, Adventure Time because I've only just saw that show, but that's a show where it's like, oh, "Okay, you could put this in front of a kid." Uh and the kid it, it'll just be a kids show for them. If you show it to an adult, there's a lot of very adult things or concepts uh that maybe the kid wouldn't pick up on but they're not like dropping f-bombs you know yeah so it's that sort of thing not yet yet. until i get a hold of them yeah not until the the adventure time reboot uh yeah Yeah. i don't know this looks this looks interesting i wish if the animation still looks pretty good i wish it tried to match the 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 time period of of animation it is uh aping more closely like the video game does yeah. yeah, I I agree. I think what happened is they probably had to balance that. Yeah. Because that era of animation is, you know, very difficult. And the only way to do that, like, like now is you have to throw a bunch of humans at it and then pay them. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to do that. No. Uh, so, like, <laughs> it's still like, what can we do in a computer? Uh so I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it is. It, I wish it was closer to. Yeah, because it that. sort of uh, deflates a lot of the appeal of Cuphead. But yeah, I don't know. Still, might be a good show. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, just a different little I'll gi- guy. I'll give it a shot. Just, yeah. just a different little guy. All right. Well, let's let's talk about this next one. Still television. We've moved on from Netflix to HBO Max with the show Our Flags. Our flag means death this is basically what we do in the shadows but pirates with pirates yeah it's it's so funny because as soon as the first word went through i went this is reese darby which means taika waititi is involved <laughs> yep and right. that's exactly Both of those what things happened. are true i as soon as i saw and at, like the first word i was like that's reese darby and then like as it goes in i was like this has to be something that taika is doing and bam it showed right yep. up i was like ah there it is <laughs> also, yeah, i'm t- so smart taika Taika is indeed playing Blackbeard in this. Yes. And he's yeah. a producer. Yeah. I he's believe. a producer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course he is. What yeah. I love about Taika is he's just like, and all my friends that I came up with are going to get shows now. <laughs> That's right, right, man. Listen. Dude, I love him. I, I love that for him because they're yeah. all very talented. Right. Yeah. It's not like they're a bunch of assholes. Right. It's not It's not like uh, Adam Sandler putting, um, oh, what's his name? Rob uh, Schneider. Well, not Rob Schneider, sure, but uh, to uh, the um, guy that's in Grandma's Boy. 
I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of assholes that are friends yeah. with Adam Sandler. Anyway. He's, he's, too nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's too nice to let his asshole friends know they're assholes. Right. So, <laughs> but yeah. No, yeah, these are all... Yeah, these are all happening, dudes. We're, we're making out. We're making out. Uh, with, we we got a better success rate with Tyka's friends. So. Here's 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 what I'll say though. Uh, I I want this to be really good. Um, this trailer didn't blow me away. No, but the people and, involved are enough. The people involved yeah. and the premise are enough to sell me. Yeah, yeah I wasn't blown but I away d- by by the Shadows TV show either. But oh, really? Not by I the not like- by the the trailers of it. But then you 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 give it, you give it uh, okay. two episodes and you're like, all right, this is fucking amazing. Right. I guess here's my question about this style, because I yeah, what we do in the shadows is great. Uh, everything Taika does, uh, I've loved. Is this going to be one of those things like Judd Apatow where people start mimicking it, and then it starts becoming copies of copies? I'm not really saying this show is going to be that, but it just it sprung up in my mind of like. I wonder if one day this this is like everything always you know humor well, like evolves we're gonna keep all the getting damn offices. time. Yeah, exactly. The way the office was. Here's yeah. what I'll say though: is that sometimes I, you know you, you hate to really go too far out of your way to like to be like it works, but like there are like the office formula just works. Like when you look at like the quality of the shows of a lot of the shows that have aped it, you're like, well, modern right, Modern there's... Family works. And and um, Parks and Rec worked, and Abbott Elementary works. Yeah, there's a lot of really like strong comedic performances across yeah. the board too. Uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't know. It, it, there's a, it's just a fatigue element, you know, like worst workplace comedies. Like I got pretty sick of that pretty fast. Uh, this, I don't know. What I like about what they're doing here is that it's very clear that this style of comedy can really like it's it's it needs to be like high concept right it needs to be like vampires or pirates um and so that's kind of cool because it creates this like built-in variety uh that might make it last very long yeah yeah i mean i think that's that's it looks go ahead tom I was just going to say that's the appeal of these yeah. of of what we do in the shadows and what I imagine what the appeal of the show is is the you know it's the format is derivative but if if it the, it's very high concept like you said so yeah and right. it, it's a I way to even call it derivative it. it's a cre- it's a creative way of twisting the format yeah 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 I, I, I the other thing is watching this and thinking about new technology this is so brilliant because this is just a pirate ship on a green screen, right? Yeah, like that's it. And it's like, and it's like, oh shit, you can do that now, right? Like you, normally the, you'd it's, think it's, it's you'd think like a pirate show. You're like, oh god, that's going to be so expensive. It's like, well, no, all you need is a boat, and you don't even need right. like the whole boat. Well, you need some of you need the bow. You need some of a boat. You need some pieces of a boat. Yeah, it's we can do the equivalent of fucking Cheers. With like a pirate ship now, yes, and that's really neat to me. That yeah. it's like it could even be one of those fucking um, Mandalorian wraparound screens for all we know, and it's still like they're just in one room. They're taking up very little space and budget. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that's incredible uh, that we can do that. And that's that really does sort of key up to the talents of the that New Zealand troop that came up learning how to use minimal things to achieve success yeah 
Like, for sure. Like those New Zealanders really do have a knack for like, you know, spinning gold out of straw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh so yeah, this is pretty pretty darn exciting. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm completely on board. Yeah. Um all right, well next trailer is as we see it. This is like a lot of people uh, with feelings. It's an Amazon Prime um, series about. Uh, uh, it looks like a support group of people on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and it looks like Rick Glassman is the the main character. Um, Who is that? Yeah, he's a comic. I he he's a comic and improviser out here. Nice guy. Uh, every conversation oh, yeah. I've had, he's got a good. Sorry. Every conversation I've had with him has always devolved into just Magic the Gathering cards. Perfect. Sure. <laughs> So, you know, yeah. I'm seeing him on the show. I'm like, yeah, that, that tracks. He is, nice is, he the, is he the main guy? Yeah, he's the, he's, uh, what's his name? The guy kid. with um, uh, Asperger's? Oh, yeah. uh, Joe Montana's Joe kid. Montana. In the, Joe Montana plays his dad in this uh, show. Yeah. Well, yeah, he does. I don't know. Like, every time something where there's a disability is like the main point, I'm always like, oh, man, I don't know if I can comment on this properly because I don't know what's going to be considered inspiration porn or is going to be considered placating like yeah that's true it's I do, very hard okay. inspiration porn is definitely the way to phrase the, the yeah. cynical version of it i'll say from this is that it's just for me it was just like oh my god so many feelings and it feels like this is like teen drama to me and it's it has nothing like it's a whole genre you know what i mean where it's like people fucking talking about their feelings and they're just friends hanging out. We saw it with like fucking party of five, mm -hmm. you know, like this is a, just a genre Yeah, and it's, it, it it's, I, I can only watch so much of it. Um, sure. Yeah. It um, looks good though. Yeah. Like it looks good. I will say, you know, obviously like Jeff was saying, I don't, you know, I'm not part of this community. So it's, it's, uh, I, it's not, I can't really comment on, on the quality and whether or not it's patronized or anything like that. But you know, representation generally is good um yeah, and there's yeah. there's you know we've been playing it pretty fast and loose with uh autism and other related cognitive disorders uh, in popular media for the past few years like shit like the accountant so if this show can <laughs> does in fact do the thing that it's that it's presenting itself to to do which is be a more honest uh portrayal of of people uh in this um situation. you know demographic in this situation who have these disorders um then it's a good thing right i don't know yeah i you think so i also think it's it's a, like joining you guys and saying that i am not at all capable of making a judgment call mm -hmm. what i'll say is that there's still always the the factor of like you you you, you make a movie about a, a firefighter it's not going to be an honest representation of that job right it's always going to be backtrack uh yeah exactly <laughs> firestorm. It's, well, it's always it going to be firestorm it, it's always going to be this hollywood version of it yeah um and so i don't expect it'll exactly nail it no of course the not. question i guess is just you know what does it have to say well, you, and is what it's saying positive you know you know you know what the and series what, needs. If what it's saying it's not yeah how, what's that you know i said you know what the series needs dave what howie long yeah sh throwing yeah. a chainsaw behind a motorcycle yeah it kind of does doesn't mm -hmm. it yeah. he should have played the dad it needs no, uh he... it it needs kurt russell dying twice yeah i mean bare minimum 
Yeah. Bare minimum, two dead Kurt Russells. <laughs> two dead Russells. Two, two dead Kurt's. What are you going to do about it? No, it, but you're you're right. It's just it's one of those things where like because you're not a member of that and and you don't want to like obviously speak for anybody or or, or see how people are going to react mm-hmm. to that. So I I very much kind of wipe my hands off of having much of an opinion about this one. Um, yeah, I mean, but I also saw that it was it's on Amazon now, like all the episodes, and I was like, nah, like I was gonna watch it, and I was like. Man. Yeah, th- I mean, there's different layers to it. It's just that this genre I just don't watch. Um, it's just it doesn't appeal to me. I guess, yeah, I'm looking at the series writers, and it's it's a lot of like people who've written a lot of television, which actually makes me think like, mm, I don't know, because this feels like it should be personal, right? Yeah, like the the representation matters. Mm-hmm. Really, the the big thing about that phrase is that we forget that that it matters even more almost behind the camera and all so many of these things forget that yeah. and don't do it. Yep. So yeah, I'm I I don't know. I would say cautiously optimistic about this show. Yeah. 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 And if you've watched it tell tell us how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um now. All right. Tell us now. Right now. <laughs> Scream it. Shout at it us. at whatever device you're using to listen to this program. Did you do it? Let's you're doing it now. You, okay, yeah, good. We'll they give did a minute it. to do it. I know they did it. Yeah. Let's let's and talk go. about the pilot. Oh, okay. All right, fine. We'll talk about the pilot. This is um about a pilot. This is a Russian ass movie. It's uh, about a Russian World War II pilot who gets shot down <laughs> behind enemy lines and has to survive in the punishing wilderness. This is yeah, to- behind enemy at the gates lines. Yes. Yeah. So I this trailer, how the many, enemy at the gates. Yeah. This is not a like okay, it's it has a few views. This is this again, this was a dry this was a dry ass week. Um and I just ran into this one. I think in like the Reddit like trailers subreddit and was like, Yeah, fine. Yeah, it's just a it's a dude crashing his plane having to survive in the woods, mm-hmm. fighting off wolves, right? Fighting off wolves and Nazis, you know. Yeah, um, it's just going to be, you know, it, dads everywhere will watch it. Yeah, so- Soviet dad yeah. porn, Soviet. as Jeff has written into the notes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> da. Da is Soviet dad porn. Da, would like to mm-hmm. see more of planes crashing and wolf fighting, yeah. because that is most of how I grew up anyway. <laughs> if the wolves and also the airplane could have a big bushy Stalin mustache, it will help me. Yeah. Um, will- it kind of looks good, right? Like, oh sure, no! It yeah. looks awesome. It, I can't it wait. It looks pretty sweet, like with it, the with the effects. Like the the plane shit looks good. Oh, um, that pl- yeah, some of that plane shit is rad as hell. Yeah, like the effects look good. Uh, <laughs> it's it's it. This movie does not look bad. No, it doesn't. But I will say this: the same way the previous trailer is pandering to a certain demographic, so is this. And it's it's the demographic that I also I just happen to be a part of, where I'm like, fuck yeah, I gotta watch that. You know, like it's what demographic it's, is that, Dave? I don't know. It's just people <laughs> who like dad porn. It's the dad porn demographic. You know right? what? The, you know what this is? This is like Dunkirk for me, where I'm like, if somebody puts this on in front of me, I'm absolutely going to watch it, but I am not going to seek this out. Oh, I really enjoyed Dunkirk. Sure, this does look sweet, though. This does look sweet. There's wolves. It's fucking the planes spinning around. He's yeah. in the woods. Doing all it kinds shows of him hot dogging. 
he does a lot of hot dogging in the in the in the he does yeah, and, yeah. The, and then the next thing you know he's like and now i'm on the ground yeah oh i crashed my plane because it's the 1940s yeah. and you can't be, do this movie should be called shit. this movie should yeah. be called the overconfident pilot <laughs> i do like how the crash is kind of <laughs> anticlimactic this movie should be called shit shit <laughs> oh, shit 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 but I like how the plane just sort of lands and hits like a small tree that hits the plane. Oh, like the and one like, tree in the middle of the field. Yeah, like it doesn't seem like the crash itself is a big deal. But the, the I mean, I'm sure it hurt, you know? You know, I, like if I crashed my plane like this, I'd be telling people about it. Yeah. But in the terms of <laughs> a movie. Make, you'd make a whole ass movie about it, Dave. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't pretend it's, like you wouldn't. It kind of reminds me of when Timothy ba- Dalton is driving away in Hot Fuzz and he hits the one tree in the middle of the yeah. field. <laughs> it's actually Jim Broadbent, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. My bad. Yeah, yeah they're basically the same. They're the same dude, person. essentially, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is, yeah, the, uh, y'all know what dad porn is, right? If you watch Enemy at the Gates, you yeah. will also watch the pilot. Yeah. Also, if, if, if you watch, the- like, the gray you know mm-hmm. if you're into wolves let me tell you yeah, let me tell you what uh, Ro- roger ebert's immortal spirit will be delighted by this film no i like oh it. yeah <laughs> the other day i just watched a youtube video of their greatest fights just <laughs> ebert's greatest fights. did it ever come to blows no but they they, they were some catty little guys at each other so it was great oh, yeah there's like their, their babies day out experiences like they it's i would it's it's been a meme for a while but uh roger ebert's review of north is one of the funniest things i've ever read right he's so angry at the film north (laughs) i would love i would have felt so like it's better than getting an oscar to make a a movie that would cause them to fight like that sounds so (laughs) wonderful yeah, it's like uh, it's like fucking Zemo's plan in Civil War. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to destroy the Avengers. Be amazing, someone makes a movie specifically to destroy them. I'm going to destroy at the movies. There's like my, a, name is, there's, my name is merely Zemo, but I wish to destroy at the movies. Yeah, there's like one scene where like Roper swings by and lands on a telephone pole. <laughs> oh shit! They got they Roper bring, in this. Yeah, they brought in Gene Shalit. What the fuck? <laughs> Gene Shalit uh, grows to thirty stories tall. <laughs> giant, <laughs> gigantic giant Gene Shalit. <laughs> Huge fro and bow tie. <clears throat> All right, I want to talk about this next trailer, which is also a product of just going through trailers and being like, "Man, not much out there." Uh, this is called the Abandon, which. Right away, I kept being like, "You mean the abandoned, right?" No, abandoned like, is a, is a noun. The abandoned, yeah, I know. It's the act of abandoning. What's well, um, like, it? Oh, just yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm I I have a lot of notes about this title and the theme because it's about a soldier who gets wounded and then kidnapped, maybe by a UFO. We don't know, and he wakes up in a cube. It is the movie Cube. What if the cube took place in only one cube room? Though? Right, where he's yeah, speaking that... to a woman who is uh, she claims to be also in a cube in a different cube. Right, and the trailer keeps saying that he was abandoned, and it's like it, I feel like being abducted is the opposite of being abandoned. 
Like he's not he's not like left in the desert. You know what I mean? He's not he wasn't abandoned in the cube. He was kidnapped and put into a cube. Um, did you ever see Rambo two? <laughs> okay, we abandoned our boys <laughs> mm-hmm. in Vietnam. Right. So yeah, I mean, is he, the his, theme his... that he's been abandoned by the army Maybe. to be put in a cube by aliens? Because I don't think the army I don't think the army had any say in that. Can, can I say something though? Okay. This looks cool. It kind of does. It looks, okay. it, looks, it looks. I was like when I was watching it, all the weird shit that's happening in the cube. I was like, "All right, all right, I'm in." It looks, yeah, it looks like a higher concept version of that movie Buried with Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah, um, or, yeah, or or yeah. just a, a very centered version of Cube. Yes, because that is what yeah. everybody went to right away, right? Yeah, it's was cube. cube. Okay, yeah. It, yeah, it's very. It's another cube movie. We have a patron who loves making us watch shape movies. Yeah, and he started with cube movies, so I have a feeling we're gonna have to watch this at some point. At some point, and that's okay because I don't. Yeah, it doesn't look that. It doesn't look half bad. It looks, it looks very indie in that someone wrote a movie to take place in a single room. Yeah, well, it's that, and we're gonna talk about it a little bit with the next trailer as well. We're gonna get a bunch of these like single location movies like the, yeah, the oh. guilty that just came out with yeah. jake gyllenhaal because people were trying to still make movies during lockdown so well, and, yeah and well for the record the guilty is a remake i know but uh, still but i i th- well it, i it might have been a remake of a just another movie that was a lockdown movie too i'm not sure a lot of this anyway. also might have to do with like where our collective psyche has been the past two years yes yeah yeah i love when people are like i don't need people to address covid in tv shows and i'm like i don't care it's kind of a culturally important thing well i mean yeah, but I've, I super I've, said, don't. I've said something similar to that i oh, don't really? need shows about lockdown because it's like motherfucker i'm living through this i don't need to turn on my tv and watch what are these people gonna do in lockdowns like i don't know man because i'm trying to figure that out yeah so yeah. i mean i don't know like we got 9-11 movies and shit too like you know like it's yeah just, most of them are bad it, yeah yeah <laughs> Um, which ones? All of I mean, them. The Nicolas Cage World Trade Center is a classic, though. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's just like art is supposed I, well, to right. talk about and reflect the Here's world. Here's what else: if we're going by nine eleven, I will say United ninety three is actually very good. It's just also one where it was like nobody wanted to see it. I do think in retrospect there will be good ones. Yeah, uh, but it's that oversaturation. It's the fatigue. It's the if everybody's doing a pandemic thing in the pandemic, I'm just not I'm I'm way less likely to watch it. You're less likely to watch it. No. I mean yeah, that, yeah, it's not right. about it's that's not right. about quality. It's just Yeah. You know, like I if I were if I were a producer right now and I was making things people wanted to see, I wouldn't lean too heavily on the pandemic. No. I might, if there's a really good script, do that. But like, yeah, I'm talking about mostly when people are talking about like shows returning, and they're like, I don't want even want to see it referenced. I'm like, well, you're gonna might be tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like that's the world that you are a part of. Right. Yeah, I'm more talking about shows like Coastal Elites or like whatever that. Uh, there was another one that was a bunch of vignettes that had uh, Mike Coulter in it. Um, I forget what it was called. There was a bunch There's that came out last like, year that were just like, well, people trying to survive. And they're, it's like Zoom shows. I, was like, I super don't need that. Yeah. And there's <laughs> been a bunch of like romantic ones of like trapped together, you know, like where it's 
two actors together in a house and they're fighting and they're having struggles and i'm like i don't care like i don't care i don't care what these two people are up to so put them in a possibly alien space cube then i'm on board yeah i'm kind of into it then put them in a yeah or this next one that i'm honestly kind of into i want to talk about it's called the desperate hour Mm. it's uh (laughs) who wrote it it's it's a real it's again this is dad porn as well even though it's mom it's porn. technically yeah i was going to say it's technically mom porn but if you google mom porn it's not it's, gonna be this it's way better I feel, like if, I feel like if you google dad porn it will also not probably take you a while to land on the pilot yeah. that's true that's fair you, you might have to go to like uh exclusively head to like uh, urban dictionary first like don't google right. it go go to a website and then type it in but this is um uh, the name of this director is Philip Noyce. Yeah. Noyce. Noyce. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you know? He, he, did you notice what else he directed, Dave? I know. That's what I was getting to. Is he directed Patriot Games? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that and Clear and Pre- Present Danger and The Saint. I was gonna say, uh, is, is she like a, like a Jack Ryan all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. And the Bone Collector. The Bone. And uh, now we're talking, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I will say things get questionable from there on because then we start getting your your salts and your the givers but i mean just like this person has earned a watch from me right like i'm gonna watch this you, we should probably you, say what it is yeah. oh, go ahead jeff it's the desperate it's the desperate hour it's a movie about a woman desperately trying to get to the film she's in yeah. uh right it's funny too because as i'm watching this it totally threw me for a loop because when it was like from the the guy that brought you salt and then she's out on a run and a bunch of cop cars go past her my first thought was oh no they're going for her and now she doesn't know what to do because there's a hunt for her and she's just in her running clothes yeah that's exactly what what i thought was gonna happen uh yeah if this was made by anybody else I think I would be coming down real hard on it because it's about an active shooter in a school, which much like COVID, not, not exactly into it. A little tired. Are they in a school? No, it's in his house Um, or something, right? Like it's a building. It's in like a building. It's a, it's a, the, the synopsis is it stars Naomi Watts as a woman who is desperately racing to save her child after police place her home down hometown on lockdown due to an active shooter incident. So I, I'm guessing it's in some It looks like it's like in their down it, it looks like it's in their like downtown Main Street or something. Like some business because they mentioned that there's like five people, five hostages being held. Right. Um, it's still an active shooter thing. Yes. So yeah, that's yeah. like um and so but the trailer is that she jogs to the woods, finds out about it, and it in almost like real time, the whole trailer is just her trying to get, like, just running through yeah, the woods. The entire trailer him. is no joke. Her jogging through the woods and talking on the phone. It's it's yeah, sort of just like trying to get there. It's, it's phone booth if the world was the phone booth, <laughs> right? And that was the thing. It was like, is this going to be the whole is movie? This is the she, whole movie? <laughs> is it about because this is this is a portion of an action or a thriller that normally a director would cut cut like between right. Like they would learn about the thing and then they would show up and it was like, how did they get there? It's like, who cares? Uh, But this seems to be about the logistical problem of getting to the active shooter uh, where she like, like they show her like trying to get a car. Well, she (laughs) gets his phone number. She she trips in the woods. There's a real, 
there's a real part where she falls down and it like goes white for a second and you're like ah, why yeah why is she, this in, a part of this she had knock herself out yeah it's real it's it's kind of funny she turns like a it, corner it's... mike tyson waiting for her she has to have three runs just like she, she's just doing double dare to get to it, her kids it reminds me of like too many cooks you know like it feels like a sketch where it's like it's taking this beat and s stretching it out <laughs> and like making it last the entire thing where it's like you expect her to get there for the movie to start and it just d she never gets there it's very odd the uh the trailer is is very unintentionally funny yeah yeah but also i want to uh, see it but also yeah i want to see it too um it's not getting good reviews <laughs> <laughs> it's not Sorry, gonna stop me from watching metacritic. a naomi watts movie it's metacritic is 36 percent ah um, well what do they know <laughs> i'm still gonna watch it yeah yeah i agree what do they know it's the desperate hour <laughs> Not to be confused with the desperate hours. Or or our most desperate hour. Yeah. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Right. Trip, or like tripping what, on a isn't there one... tattooing tree root. <laughs> isn't there something called the finest hour? Is that the yes. Chris oh, Pine yeah. one? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 What's the so not... what's the one with um oh god, why am I forgetting his name? Uh Gary Oldman where he plays uh Darkest Hour. Winston... Yeah, Darkest Hour took me a long time to right. figure out academy award-winning movie darkest hour <laughs> based on a historical thing that i studied in several courses in college <laughs> so anyway Man, that's the, the desperate hour sorry i'm looking at reviews and people people are blasting this movie <laughs> <laughs> it looks very silly <laughs> yeah just one review simply says lacks substance and it's like yes i mean it's just someone running in the woods so yeah but I, I, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it, and I'll give it money. It deserves, like, I, I'm willing to give it money. I yeah, want it. I like that you corrected that statement before you finished it. You yeah. almost yeah. said it deserves, <laughs> it deserves money. money. And then you stopped yourself and said, I will give it money. Yeah, you're donating yeah. money to this movie. Also, this review is saying it's an impressively committed physical performance by Naomi Watts, which implies that, yeah, she has to spend a lot of this movie just running. And that sounds awful. She's in to great be an shape. actor. Oh yeah. You ever seen? I the do video? like the idea that for this movie, she was just like, "Oh, you're gonna pay me, and I don't have to go to the gym for this month." Okay, yeah, I'm in. Did you ever see Hugh Jackman doing his um his uh voice reel stuff? Yes. For Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's, it's just wonderful. him, just like running in place. That actually makes it. Yeah. yeah and it, yeah. that's one of those things where I saw. It, I was like, "Yeah, how else would you do that?" I guess like. You can't like you can't simulate that. Yeah, yeah. I always love whenever he's done a Wolverine movie and he's like, "Thank God I can be fat for a little bit." Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, uh, the de the desperate hour. Watch the trailer. If anything, watch the trailer because the trailer is uh, entertaining. It is. Yeah, it's it's extremely silly. Um, yeah. and I think I'm probably gonna have to watch it too. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Of course. When does it come out? When do we get to see this Not movie? Not soon enough. Not soon uh, enough. February 25th. Yep. People Streaming. are already Not giving it. It's, it's a month away from recording, and people are already like, I saw it, and it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That won't stop me. It's not going to stop me this time. And why should it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's never right, stopped us trailer. before. Yeah. Final trailers for Guillermo del Toro's 
Pinocchio. Sure. This is yeah. a teaser. It's a it stop seemed, motion Netflix film. Yeah, it seems to treat the story though like The Hobbit, like it's it's Jiminy Cricket uh writing the story of Pinocchio like I was there. And it's like, wait, in this universe is Pinocchio like the Bible? Like is it like a lore <laughs> that people talk about? I mean, I mean if a talking, like talking puppet to us Yeah, about Pinocchio the the movie Wait, what? He might just be telling us, the viewer, about the story of Pinocchio. Like, yeah. you know, like, it doesn't need to get too complicated. Yeah. I will say that if, right. a, if a talking puppet uh, became a human boy after going on all sorts of adventures, including rescuing his fake dad from the belly of a whale, there would probably a cult would spring up around him for sure. Yeah. There would, there, also... Yeah. A, it is a, kind a, of an a testament epic. of Pinocchio would exist. It, yeah, it, it's kind of an epic. Though. Yeah, anytime a whale is involved, you're going to get an epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also it, uh... the animation starts out like a tool video. Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> like I was watching that and I was like, oh man, is this like tool or something? Oh no, it's Pinocchio. Right, well, that's not as fun. And it's you know it's Guillermo del Toro doing it. He is actually he's co-directing it, but he is actually directing it. So it's not you know just. Mm-hmm. rubber stamping his name on it you're gonna see some yeah, shit yeah. where like things get really weird and gross and you're like ah the, the del toro parts are here there he is yeah <laughs> but i do like um, that the, the cricket who was voiced very conspicuously by ewan mcgregor like immediately introduces himself as like sebastian j cricket so he's like yeah. right, right out of the gate he's like this ain't your granddaddy's pinocchio yeah, yeah. Jiminy's I'm not my Jiminy. middle name pinocchio. my name's sebastian uh. <laughs> yeah my name's sure. Sebastian, and I got a huge hog. He just turns yeah. around with this little wooden cricket hog. It's just <laughs> this little puppet S- hog. Sings a song about his giant cricket dick. Yeah. yeah. This also... Uh, He's voiced by Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also got uh, Finn Wolfhard. Um, we got uh, Ron Perlman. We got Tilda Swinton. We got Christoph Waltz. We got Tim Blake Mel- Nelson. We got John Turturro. This all sounds like a movie, man. Yeah, no. Yeah. Wes, Wes Anderson's just like, isn't this a movie I'm supposed to be making? Yep. And then Gregory Mann as Pinocchio. I don't know who that is. They, it seems like it's, it's some sort of person. It's a yeah, real see. curveball that it's not uh, Finn Wolfhard, to be honest. I know. Yeah, that's a surprise. He's playing Lampwick, which I don't know what that is. Lampwick's the character that uh, hangs out with him on Pleasure Island and gets turned into a donkey. I was going to say, he's a, okay. he's a bad boy, right? Like he's a... Oh, he's... speaking of hot fuzz, it's um, David Bradley as Geppetto. Oh, okay. He is... Uh, he is also Mr. F- F- uh, Filch? Filch. Is yeah, it Filch? From yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and great. Uh, fucking... Oh, uh, what, what whatever his, his name was on uh, uh, the Game Red of Wedding Thrones. guy. Yeah, he's the Red yeah. Wedding guy. Oh yeah, good for him. Yeah, he's killing it, man. Good for him. He's a they monster. Could... We love him. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. This is a hell of a hell of a cast. Uh, I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be good. It's let, Pinocchio. It'll at least be visually cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just like if like s- stuff like this, it's like. I mean, I guess just like stick to the story and then like make it look cool. Yeah. And then you got yourself a Pinocchio. I don't know. 
Well, yeah, like, you get you get a lot of rain, free reign with fairy tales and stuff because it's just you know everybody knows the story and they're all fairly straightforward, so you can have a lot of fun in the interpretation of it and you know making a cool stop motion movie version of Pinocchio with Guillermo del Toro behind the wheel uh, is that appeals to me, right? And sure. Here's, here's here's what's interesting about Pinocchio is that it is kind of interesting that no studio stopped, thought to do stop motion before they did like six horrifying live actions mm-hmm. with the Jonathan like, Taylor what, Thomas inc- one including yeah. two with Roberto Benigni yeah two and it's <laughs> two. like why why do you keep doing this like hollywood i don't i don't know it's, what's it's going like, on it's like is ho- it like hollywood making tarzans and king arthurs and we keep being like no one cares yeah no one cares but like specifically live action live action it's Pinocchio, just like it's yeah. It's horrifying every single time. Yep. You've ne- never made it not horrifying. It's never not weird and gross and uncomfortable and bad. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. we need more of them. Uh, yes. I want one every <laughs> yeah, 10 years. Keep, keep bringing Roberto Benini back to play different characters as he ages. Right. Is there apparently one, people were tweeting this, one with Drew Carey in it? Sure. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that image too. I don't, I have no reason to doubt that it exists. Geppetto, two thousand Disney's Geppetto, starring Drew Carey. There you so go. They, oh man. So again, they weren't like okay. So like they're sitting around and they're like okay. So live action definitely works for Pinocchio, guys. Yeah, we're all agree- we're all agreed on that. And right? Julia yeah. Louis so, Dreyfus. Yeah. So they're like, so what can we do? And they're like, well, let's focus on Geppetto. Who do we Obviously. Oh. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. I would like to add that there are some uh, pretty dope uh, Star Trek alumni in that one, including oh, um, uh, Brent Spiner and Rene Aubergenois. So you okay, get Data so and Odo. You get the weirdos from Star Trek. It really, it really feels like we're going to have to watch Geppetto. And Usher. Yeah, we need to. That's a movie night need, situation. Need like, to watch Geppetto. Is, all right, I'm I'm googling it right now to see if it's available because it, I I do believe it's been wiped from the internet. Um, oh no, it's it's gone the other way and it's now free on YouTube. So that's good. That that's the official wiped from the internet thing when it's like watch yeah. it on the Roku channel. Yeah. Like, so right. we can watch. Oh my God! Sorry, I'm I'm just scrolling through it. It looks like. It looks like community television. Like, of course it does. Of course it does. I'm so excited not, for us to watch this. They did not spend much money D- on this. Don't forget to head to Gamefully Unemployed and hit that $10 <laughs> tier so you can join us for movie nights. Yeah. Um, we're going to be there. watching this motherfucker. <laughs> we're going to be watching this piece of shit flick. Yeah, I'm leaving this I'm leaving this browser tab open. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. a 0% chance we don't watch this on movie night. Yeah, oh, it's going God, to happen. It's, we should try to find better quality, but yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Maybe we can chase down a DVD or something. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that's it for the Where trailers. Where am I? Yeah. Trailers yeah. are done. What happened? It's like, you're just in a fucking, there's your plane crash, Dave. You were just thrown from the wreckage. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. So we're moving on. We got more producers to thank. Uh, big thank you to Chester's Profit. Uh, hey, speaking of which, <laughs> thanks to definitely not Guillermo del Toro excited to see pinocchio uh thank you to brian who tom knows thank you to bob grenville thank you to steven thank you to han toomey the confused cyborg Mm. thank you to asking seven thank you to 
Happy Ed 209. Thank you. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you to Matt Shevitz Maltov says the spice must flow, comrades. Thank you. Thank you to E.T. the extravagant testicle. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnson's time machine noise. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Forpagel. Thank you. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you. Thank you to pre-order Jason Pargin's new book. Pre-orders are super important. That's true. Indeed, they are. They are extremely important. Yeah. All right. So Mortal Kombat 2 is happening. Yeah, I mean, we knew. It's being written by the writer of Moon Knight. We just know now that they're like, they're writing it. It's on its way. I would like to say that you guys are being very liberal with the word writing and written. Yes. Uh, You should have put quotes in that highlight on the word written, because that movie feels like improv, right? (laughs) I mean, mean, it's a little loose. It feels like Will Arnett should be in the middle of this. Like, just have Will Arnett show up as Striker, just fucking with everybody. Ooh, we and need Striker. I'm gonna shoot Chang Sung with my gun. We need we specifically need Will Arnett as Striker. So God, Will, Ar- yeah. Will Arnett as Terry Seattle as Striker. Yeah. I mean what we need is a Cabal movie. Right? <laughs> Honestly, like a movie just yes. about Cabal. He's getting his soul sucked. You need a movie learning about where I came from. <laughs> Here's what I want. I want Cabal. I want the 90s Kano. I know he is past. Hello, baby. Make it happen. Yeah, and I want Str- Will Arnett Stryker, and I want them all living in a house together. Yeah. And yeah, you know what? And they're Bo- roommates. Both Sonyas. Both, both Sonyas. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know what? Make it a TV show. Yeah. Go on. Uh, I'm listening. And they, yeah, and it's, they, they live in an apartment together. Um, they Maybe they work in the same place, too. Is that too much? Should they have separate? Should it be like friends where they go off to their own? Or should it be like like two guys, a girl in a pizza place? Like, what what are we thinking? Where here? they can't escape each other. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. What are we thinking? I'm asking. I I'm don't, asking the world. I don't know, but I want all three Raidens. Okay. Um, I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Well, I think they would be like the, the wacky neighbors. The Raidens, yeah, next like the, door, the, you the, know? the three Raidens that live together, and they're like weird, they're weird neighbors, right? And they do the thing where like the electricity, like the lights dim, and they're like, ah, what are they up to? Yeah. And they have to go over because mm-hmm. it's what um, and find out. And then like Tadanobu Asano is just looking at the two white guy Raidens, just being like, really, the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking really, yeah. So this happened, huh? All right. Yeah, you guys just right. just throwing this guy. I got a fucking Highlander over here, and I got the first Hicks before you got fired. <laughs> Original for hash. Hicks. <laughs> oh. James Remar, the Warriors. James Remar. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, this is fine. Yeah, this is, sure. it's, it's it's funny because it's be not really news. Too. I thought this was already like underway. Right. Like, I, I'm surprised that they didn't just start writing that during the quarantine to get ready to film it now. I mean, let me tell you, Jeff, it's been a slow week. So I needed to something. And I saw the words Mortal Kombat 2 and was like, well, that'll give us like, I don't know, like five minutes talking about, you know, them as roommates or something. And th- and that's true. Yeah, that's we fair. We did it. That's fair. You got to get that content. Yeah. Got to get that con. Con. Listen, they could be working at a gym Ooh. like Kano and Cabal could be working at a gym yeah 
Hey, push that up. Would be cool. Push up, baby. <laughs> Dig deep, baby. <laughs> it's time for deadlifts, baby. Did you miss <laughs> them? Why don't you get over on that fucking stairmaster? God damn it. He's getting his fat sucked. <laughs> I'll be downstairs at the juice bar. These are all. This is all kids. Absolutely, that uh. needs to happen. <laughs> um, what a hero! What the greatest character in, of 2021? It was. It was incredible. <laughs> the moment he spoke, it was like holy shit. Especially since I. I. All right. So I've since been corrected on this. I just thought Cabal was a robot. Mm-mm. And I think it's because in the game they he just has like the same. It, he has maybe like, I'm wrong about this. But doesn't he have like yeah, he's, the same like look similar as the mask. robot? Yeah, he's got a similar mask. Yeah, he has a similar yeah. mask. So he's not a he is a... not a palette swap of the robots though. No, so he's he is, his own okay. thing. He, he looks like a desert man. He's got like desert man goggles, but apparently he's got a scary meat face underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just so amazing to see what I thought was a robot walking <laughs> into the scene. And then speaking like that, yeah. and it, I had my my world was changed. It's Start talking like Sam Rockwell in the Ninja Turtles movie. It's incredible. Uh, all right, we should keep moving. Um, there's this whole thing: Peter Dinklage versus uh, Disney Snow White. Yeah. Dinklage very, very, very fairly said, "Hey, why are you still making this? Yeah, uh, why are we sure still it- making movies about yeah. dwarves? He, I think he said seven dwarves living in a fucking cave. <laughs> yeah, what he said. and it's like, mm, you are absolutely right. And Disney is saying they replied saying, "Oh, this this ain't your grandpa's uh, Snow White. We're doing something different." As I guarantee, their writers were hastily rewriting uh-huh. it. Uh huh. Sure <laughs> yeah. were. Because those, those those dwarves are one hundred percent still going to be living in a mine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah, fucking no. mining gems. Yeah, yeah, I like Peter Dinklage is just go like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm getting from Disney real like Lionel Hutz, yeah. Uh, yeah. getting rid of his tie vibes of like, oh, that's what you think. Well, actually. We're not going to do yeah. that at all. Yeah, Disney had a press like, conference. Yeah, you totally were. Yeah, Disney has a press conference where they just drop a smoke bomb. <laughs> yeah. And run out. Yeah, um, and here's the thing. Just don't make it. I mean, I like for a lot of reasons, I don't think anybody is uh you know, clawing at their door for a Snow White. Yeah, we get those uh, all the time. We've had yeah. a bunch. Didn't We've Kristen had a Stewart bunch. Play, Kristen Stewart played one. She's still young. Like she's yeah. it really. She's still a young woman. I'm starting to get like I know we've been saying this forever, but when you look stand back and you realize like yeah they they really are just like taking a uh, public domain stuff and remaking it fifty times. Yeah, that's all they do. And it's like, can you just hire a writer? Like just one. No, because then they have to like, pay them, Dave. Right. It's it's so amazingly, profoundly lazy that like in, in when you look at like the history of entertainment in in a hundred years from now, hopefully we'll be looking back and being like, I can't fucking believe people let them do that. That's so weird. <laughs> it's just so I don't know. It's like it's like it's like it's very uh, it's very strange that this is just like the cycle. Of yeah, entertainment. it's just like. How many times are we going to tell this? And it's, yeah, it it's so obviously because it's public access. 
because it's not public access, public domain. Um, and so it's just so obviously lazy and cheap. It's, it's and cheap. Yeah. So I mean, it won't be cheap by the part. time they're done with it. It just it, it minimizes like their how many other people they have yeah. to pay. Yeah, it keeps their right. royalties strong. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're gonna spend two hundred million dollars on this movie. But yeah, here's what. All right, instead of seeing this movie, everybody just send Peter Dinklage nine dollars. Yeah, rent right. Cyrano. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess that's rent, what that rent would the be. Station agent. Yeah, everybody go rent Cyrano. Rent Living in Oblivion. Where I God, think, I, think, I need to watch that again. That's such a good movie. It was yes, One of our friends pointed this out online, uh, that he has a rant in Living in Oblivion about this. So it's yeah. like, wow, 20 <laughs> years later, we still haven't figured this out, huh? Yeah. Living <laughs> in Oblivion, if people haven't seen it, it's a brilliant film because it's about... And it's about making an indie film, and the entire movie is about trying to film one shot. And it, it's like, and it's not even like a complicated shot. It's just, it's, I think, almost in real time. Steve Buscemi plays the director. And yeah, it's a dream sequence, and it has a dwarf actor played by Peter Dinklage, who basically goes off on them of like, yeah, you wanted to be a dream, so you got a dwarf actor, and you thought, oh, this is fucked up enough. You know, like, it's that um <laughs> yeah and he and he quits rightfully and yeah it's basically him just going off on movies and dwarf actors and yeah here we are again yeah, it's either it's still either, having that conversation it's either fairy tales or it's the twin peaks dream sequence like right. that's yeah exactly bas- basically it's, what it's he's arguing like and it's like fucking we still are doing the same shit still doing it yeah, yeah. I, All right. I, I went to a twin peaks themed wedding not terribly long ago and they had like tall guy and then they had uh, a little person there and i kind of was talking to the guy and i was like so do you like watch the show he's like no it's just my agent found this gig it pays pretty well i had the time i came in and i was like I, is this like offensive like i couldn't i didn't know how he felt about it if he's like yeah i'm collecting the paycheck because i like to eat but also this feels degra- like i couldn't tell I mean, I think it's with everything. I think it's where it's that idea of like, if you're a Native American actor, you're doing a job and then you're going in and they're like, so you're going to be like, you know, this magical shaman. They're like, yeah, I know. I know I am. It's like Hattie McDaniel. Yeah. Yeah. It's that thing where it's like, I'm sure they try to avoid that stuff. I'm sure it's very irritating. And I'm sure they also really like paying their rent. Dude, yeah, I and also. I get it. Well, this dude's like he's like a stuntman as well, and he's like anytime you'd see like a Jawa take a bump or like a small ba- character take a bump, it's like always him in the Mandalorian, right? And he's just like, That's yeah, cool. he's like that. That you know, and I was like, man, your career is so good. Why are yeah. you at this shitty wedding? getting paid probably because they're paying yeah Yeah, i don't know i get it like i you know as a freelance writer there's been things that i'm like man i've yeah i've written some i guess i'll write this yeah yeah i've I've debased myself for less i'm I'm not in in no way i'm every yeah and that's yeah this is another case of me being in a perspective where i'm like i i'm I don't want to speak for these people yes um or anybody who's in this situation but i imagine everybody has a line uh they try not to cross it yeah, it feels uh, it feels kind of like it's a the idea of like even addressing the question is like yeah, it's not me that needs to change. Like I still right. need to work. 
Right, but yeah, and it's like the system absolutely needs to change, mm-hmm. and it is continuing to, and that's why it's pre- pretty great that Peter Dinklage is out there mm. having being able to say, "Hey, I people are going to listen to me, so I'm going to fucking say something." Yeah, because he's smart, um, and sexy as hell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he and he's like everybody loves him, and so it's just like, yeah, good on him from using using like his position as an actor to stand up yeah. for people you know i don't know it's it's uh i I, yeah. I loved the people that were like didn't stop him from taking a role as a as a dwarf in a marvel movie and i was right. like and it's like and i was yeah. like well yeah he's pretty giant in that though yeah, yeah also it's a marvel movie yeah. i don't know they probably gave him like several million dollars also he was re- that's like might be his worst acting performance to be honest like he's yeah, so he's, good he's at everything and when it, i saw that i was like this doesn't feel good it does it didn't seem like he gave a shit um yeah. and that's fine he's in like one scene yeah just got it out of the way um cut my hands off mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah yeah did Who you give a shit about snow white do you guys um did you guys hear about book of boba fett uh i still haven't watched any of it it's the people don't really like it like it's kind yeah, of like I, it, people are making fun of it a lot. I noticed that people on the internet are very upset about it. Um, some points seem like people are just being silly. Other points, it does feel like, oh, maybe it's not so good. I just haven't gotten around to yeah. it. It's people have been really like, really riding it for being kind of like kind of a little dumb, I guess, for all right. intents and purposes. And like all the people involved were like, wait till you see this week's episode, and you'll change your tune. In this week's episode, spoiler alert. So, bring it up. They just put an episode of The Mandalorian in the middle of the Book of Boba Fett. Sure, really? that's all it is. They just put, and it's like, oh, so the thing you're doing to fix your show is just put a different show in the middle yeah, of your that'll show. That'll do it. It was just so funny because it's all I saw was people being like, you'll never believe it. Wait till you see this week. Then you'll change your tune about your criticisms. <laughs> and I'm like, now nah, you just put a different show in there. That's you mean like literally epi- the Mandalorian shows up it's, and they no, no, follow? No, it's not the Mandalorian shows up. It's an episode of the Mandalorian. Like it's. it's <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's Book of Boba Fett episode four or five or whatever. But it is an episode of the Mandalorian. It's just but- called the Book of Boba Fett. Wait, but it just follows, but it follows that character the from the whole episode. Okay, uh, like like it's 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 literally just the Mandalorian. The whole it's it's an episode of the Mandalorian. That's all so it here's, is. Here's what I'll say: is I I almost feel like you can't have both because Boba Fett. All right, we love him. He's fine. He's Boba Fett. Yeah, he's, he was he's, in a few Star Wars. He's the Fett. The Mandalorian was basically just. Boba Fett like it was it's like okay here's the stoic character it's like a western it's really interesting it's fun you could have made that same show with Boba Fett you know what I mean because Boba Fett doesn't have a character yeah like he's just he's not a character until this new show gave him a character and so it just feels redundant you know where I haven't watched Book of Boba Fett because I was like well is it just that again? It's, I don't know. No, is it just it's, another it's, serious guy and no, they're going well, around? No, kind of, but it's it's very different. And people have people have some very, very 
very acceptable. Some people have terrible criticisms and some people have very valid criticisms of it. But it's just yeah. it's I find it very funny that a lot of the people that were like, oh, well, you were complaining about the book of Boba Fett now. Wait till you see this next episode and they start brushing their shoulders off. And it's just a totally different show. Yeah, it's just really funny to me that the way they like their big argument for why their show is getting better is that they put a totally different show in the middle of their show. Listen, it worked for that one time uh, when uh, whatever fucking just like that, the Sex and the City reboot just yeah. showed an episode of The Sopranos randomly in the middle of it. <laughs> Everybody changed it, their tune. Well, it's Jesus I mean, Christ. it would lit, it would be seriously like an episode of The Jeffersons where it's just an episode of All in the Family in the middle of The Jeffersons, like for all, in the middle of, of a season. And that they, might have happened. I don't. I haven't seen all of the Jeffersons, but yeah, I, I take your point. Yeah, where it's just like, it's not just like, oh, this character shows up. It's like, oh, this is just it's the, the character. It's the. It's whole. a really, it's a really bad sign. Like if I was playing Boba Fett, and they were like, "Don't worry, we got a great episode coming to save the show," and the episode didn't involve you, and <laughs> involved another character from a better, uh, like a a show that was perceived as better that would really bum me out <laughs> if i was writing the show or in the you know like that is man <laughs> that's a real bummer <laughs> i'll watch it eventually yeah. though yeah i get around i to thought it. it was funny yeah it's not yeah there's no rush gotta be honest with you guys no rush yeah. I'm, I'm bad at watching tv in general yeah yeah so yeah yeah anyway that's it for news <laughs> All right. We should well, probably name some more producers, yeah. Yeah, we got some more producers to name. Uh, big thank you to the Midnight Patron. What patrons at midnight? Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you to Andrew, the proud Satanist. How? Thank you to Vincent. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Mm. Thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Mm. Thank you to Tux. Yes. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you to Space McNulty. Thank you. All right, here I come. Uh, thank you to Oh Great, it's that guy. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew. Follow Marina on Twitch and Patreon at Heartfist Brain McGuire. Thank oh. you. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Mm. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank, thank you. you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank, thank you. you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Thank you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Thank you. Pie Guy. Oh, Dave. Thanks. Dave. Dave. Before the moon falls upon us all. Mm. Um, and d crushes everything that we know and hold dear. Um... In, in a glorious display of moon falling. Yeah. Do you have a different movie that deserves more hype? It can't be Moonfall. It can't be Moonfall. It can't okay. be Moonfall. If you have another movie that is not Moonfall that deserves okay. more hype, now <clears throat> would be the time to bring it up. All right. Well, hold on. I need a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To, no, take uh, your time. Yeah. Let me just find something real quick. Take your time. Because yeah it's gonna be moonfall okay yeah no i do have something here um oh good this is called this is called honeycomb hmm. this is uh at slam dance right now it's not quite available yet 
but it it'll I'm sure it'll come out at some point. Uh, the Slam Dance Festival described it as Lord of the Flies and the Babysitters Club combined. Sure, I feel like that's enough. But yeah. it's about a group of teenage girls who abandon their lives and move to a cabin in the woods, and uh, shit starts happening. The trailer does not make it clear, nope. but it's a horror thriller. There's some sort of rituals. Blood is there. Um, blood is there. <laughs> you we've, know, we've got blood, blood is everybody. There. Blood is there. Yeah. It looks like a- Blood um, on the red carpet. How you doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is the feature debut from a uh, 21-year-old Canadian, of all things. That makes me angry just because somebody's already getting shit done at that age. I'm yeah. also and the Canadianness of it is, is infuriating. <laughs> and her name is Avalon Fast, and so it's all Holy it's shit. like you made you made everything up in that sentence. Yep. But uh, I I don't know. I, it just looks compelling. It looks like an interesting. It was also shot very bare bones. Um, it was just the director and their friends on an island. Um, so it, it I don't know something about that. It really feels like. Ooh, that's like some Texas Chainsaw shit. It's got Blair Witch vibes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where it's like, mm, people on an island filming a horror movie. Um, But it's it's also got the it's like got that 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 like romantic slasher idea of a horror movie mixed with like it. It's clearly like you know more of a higher like the 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 message is going to be like more artsy. I think. Um, I also just want to note that it's funny that this and Yellow Jackets exist. Uh, that teenage girls are bees apparently now um just so you know like i know that that's this is not necessarily tied to it but like the queen bee idea about teenage girls is has been around for like a couple decades oh, yeah. now i just queen like that we're and, now just doing it again well, and there's i had to read queen bees and wannabes because that was like a big problem that we had when i taught eighth grade was we had a big problem with um, female bullying. <laughs> I was hoping you were like, we had a bee infestation. Yeah, we yeah. had a bee infestation. Like a, a a queen, yeah. queen bees and wannabes is what Mean Girls is based on. It sure. Well, yeah. it, well it, it's one of those things where they had to, there was a problem where they were making something and it had to be changed because like of Mean Girls or Mean Girls had to change its name. Right. Yeah. There's been a real. There's, we're hitting a point in our society where we're realizing that teenage girls are monsters. Oh. You know, because they are. Did you ever see 13? Um, yeah. I did see 13. Um, te- like, teenage boys are also monsters, but we just, I feel like we've been like, we sort of like forgot for a little we've bit. Been, we've been really dwelling on teenage boys monsters. for a while. Yeah. 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 Teenage boys are, te- teenage boys are collateral damage monsters, and uh, teenage girls are like, it's like if, if boys are bombs, girls are cancers. Like they get in and they like like boys Quotable. will cause. <laughs> what was that? I said quotable. Somebody please take that quote from Jeff out of completely out of context. Boys are bombs. Girls are cancers. Yeah. Or or but, I guess yeah. I could say I could say like gas. Like if boys mm-hmm. if boys are a, are a bomb, then a, a girls are like a, a yeah, gas. They're more tactical. Yes. Yeah. And they rot you from the inside. <laughs> Yeah, they're horrifying. Again, teen- all teenagers are monsters. It's just, yeah, it's just what kind of monster? It's it's in- um, it's internal versus external violence. Yeah, and so like this, yeah, this seems like it's, you know, a, a circle in that idea. I'm not again. It doesn't really give you much. So 
for all I know, it could be like a demon or something, you know, like it could be like an outside influence and not them tearing themselves apart. It just is very implied from the trailer that this is some Lord of the Flies shit. And again, Slamdance called it that. So uh, I don't know. It, it looks interesting. Hell yeah, it does. Check out the trailer. Honeycomb. Yeah. Honeycomb. Check it out. Me one mm-hmm. honeycomb. Yeah, I was going to say, is that also a cereal? Honeycomb, like, honeycomb, yeah. Yeah. honeycomb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, made him, they made him a. They made their. Uh, they made their mascot a speed freak in the nineties. Yeah. A little, a little speed freak. I don't know, badger. I don't know what he's supposed to be. I, I think he's a yuzum from Star Wars. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the guy singing Jedi rocks in Return of the Jedi. They're from Endor. Yes. They compete with Ewoks for resources. Oh man, have they mastered simple tools? Because I figure if they don't, if they can't figure that out, then the Ewoks have got them dead to rights. Oh man. That fucking jet. The history. If you ever have a chance to look up the history of Jedi rocks and why it replaced um, uh, Lapty Neck, it is wild. Is okay. Lapty Neck what the original song was? That yes, and it was sung um, by the woman that George was having an affair with at the Aha. time, Aha. And, and it did oh not go well. And he left it. It was supposed to be just a holding track. And they were going to re-record it with like a real singer, but they were. George was like, "I think I like how it sounds like this." Also, the song written, but the like the song was written by John Williams, and uh, and when they redid it, and like it didn't go well, the affair didn't end well, and uh, so when they redid the special editions, he replaced her, like so she loses all those royalties. Damn. God damn. That, it's like a, uh, yeah, that's... It's, an, it's, an, it's a brilliant exercise in pettiness as soon as you like pay attention to what's happening and you're like, oh right. shit. You torpedoed <laughs> one of the great parts of your movie strictly because you had a bad affair once. Mm. What an asshole. Damn. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so check out Honeycomb. So check out Honeycomb. Oh, man. <laughs> Guys, we've done it. We that's did it. a sewed. It's a sewed, baby. Woo! Ah, uh, Jeff, thanks so much for uh, doing the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course. Guys, thanks oh, for man. having me. What do you want to tell the world? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, if you should be a patron at Gamefully Unemployed slash uh, a patron.com slash Gamefully Unemployed, so you can hear Tom and Jeff watch Batman. Uh, Tom and I have just recently yeah. wrapped uh, Batman Beyond, and we're getting into uh, some really great stuff. The hell of a catalog. Sign up for the $10 tier to do movie night with us. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you're going to watch Geppetto. Watch- at watch some point, n- watch yeah, a you nightmare are. Pinocchio <laughs> yeah, community yeah. theater. Uh, but you can also check it out. Um, you can check out my show. Jeff has cool friends, uh, as well as Ugh Fine, a monthly show with Kim Crawl, and more coming at Patreon.com/slash Jeff May. A uh, lot of fun in there. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's a great uh, thing to get me paid. So let's, yeah. So let's do that. Um, you can also check out uh, Unpopular Opinion, as well as You Don't Even Like Sports, both on the Unpops Network. Yeah. I yeah. That's I cool. think you covered everything. Yeah, just I think that's all of it. Media. I think that's all the bases. Oh, that's it. Just my four podcasts. Yeah. Tell you, I get uh, advertising is coming and it's it's so much work. Oh man, but it's gonna be so good. <laughs> it's so much work. Yeah. Uh do I have to tell them yeah, about I think you gotta Patreon? I think you gotta tell them stuff now, Dave. Because he literally I mean Jeff already I'm sorry, Said. I didn't mean to toe step. I just was excited. Yeah, you took my thunder. It's patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Along with Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, which is wonderful. By the way, I was just listening to the um I part one. I haven't listened to part two yet. 
uh, but it's lovely. People can see. People can listen to part one of that Batman Beyond. Oh, the Return of What's the it Joker. Called? Return of the Joker. Return of the Joker. That's, yeah, yeah, that's available to all. Um, uh, 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 but we also have uh, Fox Mulder's a Maniac, Star Trek: The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. Um, all of these are exclusive podcasts for five dollars a month, and like Jeff said, for ten dollars a month, you can watch movies with us. Okay, that's it. All right. We also have a store. Head over to gameunemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs that you can get on T-shirts and mugs and stickers and posters and junk. So check it out. Yeah. Oh, all yeah. right. Do all that you stuff. Love you love it. Oh, man. Not as much as you're going to love Geppetto. So make sure you, you <laughs> check out that, that movie night and Geppetto. <laughs> yeah one or the other look at this wig on drew carey hold at the very least look up the movie google the movie and just yeah. just just luxuriate in drew carey's wig just really mm-hmm. soak in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's beautiful love that drew wig all right uh say goodbye everyone <laughs> goodbye yeah. bye, bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.